0: The ceremony we enact in today's liturgy is not complicated, and in many churches the majority of the congregation cannot even see what is going on. Yet, we find the simple reenactment of Jesus' washing of his disciples' feet a vivid reminder of who we are called to be. The Eucharist is the source and summit of the Christian life. a communion with Christ and his people, united in Jesus' sacrificial offering to the Father, is the basis of our life as Christians. At the same time, our union with the risen Lord is a foretaste of heaven. Yet, John leaves out an account of Jesus speaking of the bread and wine as his body and blood. Why? John knows how important the Eucharist is to the followers of Christ, but he puts his major reflection on the Eucharist earlier in his gospel, connected with the miracle of the loaves and fishes. So he did not replace the bread and wine with a basin of water because he did not understand. Actually, he made the switch because he deeply understood the mystery of the Eucharist. Apparently, as far as John is concerned, foot washing is the equivalent of the Eucharist. Of course, the point is not just a literal washing of people's feet. Footwashing is a symbol of all the acts of humble service that we disciples of Jesus should be willing to give to one another, and not just willing, but actively doing. In our usual manner of speaking, service is something we do, while the Eucharist is something we receive. Today, however, we're reminded that, in addition to being something which we receive, the Eucharist is something we do to and for the world. It's a form of service. Of course, the Eucharist is primarily something that God does. The transformation of bread and wine into Christ's body and blood is impossible for us. God works through the Church to make the change. Yet, God does not act alone. We are essential to the transformation. The bread and wine we bring to the altar are fruits of God's creation, but they're not natural. Human activity, the work of human hands, has changed them from the wheat and grapes that are their source. We make the essential elements of the Eucharist. Then there are the words of Jesus, spoken by the priest, who in that moment is speaking for Christ and acting for the community. So there's a lot of our doing involved in the Eucharist. When we bring bread and wine to the altar, they're not merely bread and wine. They're symbols of all the fruits of the earth and all the work of human hands. Cows and computers, woodlands and woodwork, poppies and poetry, seahorses and service. So there's a close link between our service and the Eucharist we celebrate in the liturgy. When I receive the Eucharist, or when I offer service, I am like the bread and wine. Just as they symbolize the fruits of the earth and the work of human hands, I symbolize humanity. In my communion with the Lord, the whole world is drawn into communion with him. When I receive the Eucharist, I serve the people of the world by receiving on their behalf, as their agent. From the other side, is there Eucharistizing going on when we serve? Yes, there is. The Eucharist is the transformation of the things of this world into the body of Christ, the fullness of creation. When we offer service to God or another person, we are turning the world a little more toward being what God intends it to be. God has made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure that he set forth in Christ, as a plan for the fullness of time, to gather up all things in heaven and on earth. The transformation of our service into the reign of God parallels the transformation of bread and wine. John wants to emphasize that such service is essential to our life of faith. Just as the Eucharist is the source and summit of the Christian life, so too is humble service. We cannot have one without the other. Our sharing Eucharist is a service, a service to the world, We can wash its feet, and we can bring it with us as we share union with Christ. It's all one and the same.